0: We have reached the calm before the storm, but make no mistake, a storm is brewing. This is going to get hot and heavy, Michigan's battle against the Big Ten. Lots of the cards on the table. We're going to have to wait a little while before we find out what exactly happens. But right now, war is set to break out. We are going to talk about it on this episode of Locked On Wolverines. You are locked on Wolverines. Your daily podcast on the Michigan Wolverines. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Happy Wednesday. We are back and doing it locked. Whoops. Getting, putting the horse before the cart. I know it's cart before the horse. We're back and doing it. Locked On Wolverines Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Where's your team every day? I'm your man on the ground. Isaiah, publisher of Wolverine's wire through USA today, sports media group. And, uh, we are, we are, we are loaded for bear here. Michigan is ready to quote, go to the mat. According to one of my, uh, one of my sources, as far as this is concerned, uh, everything with the big 10, uh, potentially coming down on Michigan. Certainly the, the narrative has changed pretty strongly. There are a lot of voices out there that are starting to kind of come back against uh, some of these other things. Dan Wetzel being the prominent one who looks at what Ohio State and Rutgers did with Purdue and says, "Hey, what? How is Purdue receiving that any different methodology-wise, right? Like than uh, than what Michigan did? What's the you know? There is a material difference, of course, between uh, handheld camera phone footage from." you know 70 yards away and uh having other coaches actually spell out exactly what they have confirmed to be true in terms of michigan's play calls Uh, i know certainly there are a lot of people who don't want to believe that and they want to say something one thing's right one thing's wrong i mean by the letter of the law maybe maybe not right it all depends on the ncaa's interpretation but we're not dealing with the ncaa right now we are dealing with the big 10 so Michigan is, is uh reportedly, according to multiple sources out there, hiring Williams and Connolly, who is a very large, very powerful Washington D.C. based law firm. Uh, a cursory glance on Twitter will tell you from a bunch of the lawyer types, uh, Serena uh, Raby Schwartz. I don't know if she took the Matt's last name or not. Uh, or even I, I spoke to, uh, I spoke to someone else that is a. Uh, that is a lawyer person and said this is this is what happens when you load for bear right this is this is not a cheap firm it's very very expensive i've seen elsewhere that it is a highly investigative uh, has that type of prowess this is certainly what you do when it's like we are coming at you guns a blazing. okay that's just one aspect of all of this right like these all of these things play together it is not one independent part from the others and certainly it's it, what it does is it sets up Michigan to, to really show how serious it is, because like I told you over the course of this week, there was a belief that Michigan was just going to roll over and take it right. That Tony Petiti would be able to go to Ann Arbor. And I mean, he wasn't there for this, but he met with Santa Ono and thought, OK, if I ask Michigan to do this, they're going to be like, OK, yeah, all right. I mean, they did already suspend Jim Harbaugh for three games before notice of allegations came in for the end from the NCAA with the previous case that is still being looked at the Burger Gates, so to speak. OK, so with this, uh, it shows that Michigan is behind, you know, behind Jim Harbaugh contract renewal will still hopefully happen in the very near future. I've been told it's everything is moving in the same direction in Ann Arbor. OK, so that is. Excellent, excellent news, right? Everything is moving. Everyone is working together and moving together. Everyone's on the same page. There's no factions at this stage of anyone being like, well, maybe we could go without Jim Harbaugh. That's not the case. Everyone is behind Jim Harbaugh. It is a united front at this point, and they are ready to go to war with the Big Ten. And to some degree, actually to a large degree, I don't know that Tony Petiti recognized the the, where he got him, what he got, he got himself into here, right? Because I think he thought, okay, I will take up your cause. Other thirteen schools who have various reasons to want to take, you know, essentially proliferate their cause to lobby behind it. They have, you know, so, some might be in earnest and being like, yes, okay, you know, fairness. I've read things in the media, okay. Part of that, certainly, again, there are some that are pushing their cause because they want nothing more than to see damage happen to Michigan or Michigan get taken out by default, all of these different things, right? You go back to the Tuesday episode uh, in terms of who, you know, what I said in the middle segment there. So all of these things kind of play together. It's an interplay. And if Michigan doesn't get what it wants, which is Essentially, for the suspension of Jim Harbaugh, they don't want that to happen, right? If it, if it does not get what it wants, just let the due process play out. Just say, hey, we're, gonna, we're just going to go ahead and wait, which they are not confident from my sources. They, they are not confident that that is going to happen. They do There is a belief that Tony Petiti is seeing the error in his ways. He's being Joe Bluth and saying wisdom. It's probably wisdom. But is a little too far gone at this point to backtrack. Now, how much will some of these things today give them pause? Because ESPN is also reporting that a decision would come tomorrow that Michigan has all day to be able to basically uh, make its case. And it is making a very strong case at the moment, uh, whether it's the stuff that is public or the stuff that is behind closed doors. And if Tony Petiti does not heed this, it is going to be a situation that he might really might regret, right? Like Michigan is not laying down. It is not in any way, shape or form. There is no way at Michigan is going to lay down on any of this. Now, if that is indeed the case, which it is, there are consequences and repercussions that could come from all of this. And the consequences and repercussions, in large part, is a Michigan that looks at the Big Ten and says, okay, you are not our friend at all. Our own conference is a malevolent force that has a lot of different things that could happen in the aftermath of that that would have been message board fodder before, in my opinion. So, what does that potentially look like? What, what do I believe would happen if that's the case? I'm going to give you my 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 opinion as to what I think could happen. And again, it's going to sound far fetched, but stay with me here. I want to give you uh, I want to give give you my take on that here in just a moment. But before we do, listen. It, it, it's you're in the the middle of this football season, basketball season just started, NBA's been going for a couple weeks, but college basketball just started. You want to take your mind off of all of this? There's a good way you can do that. That's by going and playing Prize Picks. Now, Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you versus the numbers. You're not battling a bunch of pros and sharks and all those types of people. Uh, you pick more than or less than on a two to six player stat projection, and then you just watch the winnings roll in. And with basketball season having just started, one of the coolest things is that you can kind of combine sports, right? Combo projections across football and basketball. That's in the specials league, okay? So it's a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. So, like, looking at the pro game, like, LeBron James and Travis Kelsey had a 10-and-a-half combo of three-pointers uh, three made plus receptions. I mean, you can just rake it in real, real fast. PricePix even offers a reboot policy that's so the entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. So, with football and basketball games, if you have a player that exits the game in the first half and doesn't return in the second, that player is rebooted. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. You don't have to worry about the unexpected and the unknown in that light. So, it is highly fun. It is highly, highly encouraged that you take advantage of Prize Picks. They have a great deal going which is go to prizepicks.com slash locked on college, use the promo code locked on college, you get a deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash locked on college. Promo code Lockdown College with a deposit match up to hundred dollars, first deposit match that is. So do that. I'm telling you. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, so what's Michigan to do if uh, if this goes through, right? I mean there's there's a bunch of different things that, that will happen and there's a bunch of things that can happen. Again, the Harbaugh contract extension, like to me, that that's a formality at this point. It's just a matter of when Um, will they do it like Friday? I don't know about that, you know, but that that's I mean, I would love that. That would be cool. Right. Like, you know, do it tomorrow. You know, whatever it is, do exactly that. Uh, but certainly there is a feeling that despite Tony Petiti maybe being uh, seen, you know, seeing the wisdom of his ways here, that he uh, is kind of regretting the, the state he's put himself in. I've also mentioned people like Mark Silverman at Fox Sports, avid Michigan alum. You got David Gerson coming in to CBS. He doesn't start in official capacity until April. Also, the president <laughs> will be the president of CBS Sports. Also a Michigan alum. I've been told that both are avid Michigan fans on top of everything. So, uh, again, I don't know how true that is. That's just what I'm told. So, I mean, you've got all of this, this stuff going on. There could be repercussions there. But to me, when I, I this is going to, again, sound like message board fodder, but I am telling you this is within the realm of possibility in my eyes. Could Michigan leave the Big Ten? Absolutely. Absolutely, Michigan could leave the Big Ten. Now stay with me here. So when you think about it, you you have this, you know, your conference is malevolent against you at the moment, right? They aren't waiting for the facts. Essentially, they're not waiting for the NCAA to come up with its own conclusion. I understand that the there are people outside of Ann Arbor that are at other athletic departments, other universities that are ganging up on Michigan and pushing Michigan. Uh, like, right they're on, they're on these calls and they're just, they're allowed to have this grievance, uh, festival with Tony Petiti to help him sway, you know, his decision-making. And clearly, uh, it has, right. It's gone from the, the big 10 is not going to act outside of the NCAA to it's imminent. And if it is in fact imminent, I mean, they, he has been kind of bullied into this position and then decided that he is going to stand firm in it. And this is the type of thing that never would happen in the SEC, or at least it would not since Mike Slive and uh, Greg Sankey both took over the SEC. And the Big Ten would be punishing one of its two marquee programs and you know, one of two who are in the college football playoff hunt. And that clearly benefits one. And that lets Michigan know exactly where it stands with the Big Ten. So if I'm Michigan, I'm looking at that and saying, okay, the NCAA hasn't even, you know, right? the NCAA is saying we have no connection between Connor Stallions and Jim Harbaugh in terms of the operation, and Harbaugh's knowledge, Harbaugh's statement rings true, Connor Stallion's statement rings true, and yet you, you have the Big Ten saying we don't care about any of that, we're going to go ahead and take action, provided evidence, which is printed and pretty emphatic, the the Big 10 would then be saying we don't really care if other teams like again were they breaking rules it's all up to interpretation and it's up to NCAA interpretation certainly you have a Big 10 that is saying we don't care about that we don't care that essentially it, it's the same exact thing but we're going to go ahead and go forward anyway at that point the you're at a situation where the relationship between Michigan and its conference has suffered irrevocable damage, right? Absolutely irrevocable damage. Now, Jim Harbaugh, almost certainly, I know there's some like the ESPN article that talks about Williams and Connolly says he yeah, has a two lane law professor and says injunctions and temporary restraining orders are rare, but Michigan will make its case. I, I do believe that Michigan has a, a very good feeling uh, that it is going to be granted said relief and be able to put Jim Harbaugh out there. So they can go and do what they're supposed to do, but understanding that their conference does not have their back. They can, and, and who knows what happens after this in terms of, you know, what other measures does the Big Ten try to do if Jim Harbaugh is indeed suspended, but gets the, gets the injunction and is able to be on the sidelines for the foreseeable. Uh, you know, what other moves does Tony Petiti try to make that maybe is outside of his purview generally. And even if he just sits tight, I mean, at this point you do not feel like your conference has your best interest at heart. Even I understand the whole argument is that Michigan was doing things against the conference essentially, but that is just their one side, right? Um, a wise man told me, um, very recently pointed to Proverbs where it said like you, you feel like, you know uh, when you talk to one person, you get the side of their story and it, and it makes sense until you hear a second person's side. Right. So with all of that said, Michigan is certainly in a place where I feel it's my opinion that Michigan will look elsewhere at that point. It seems crazy it's not something that i would have even believed a week ago but consequences have actions and things have changed and if it doesn't really matter i know the big 10 is going to be feeling pretty good right like hey we've got uh we've got usc and oregon and washington and ucla coming in things are pretty good listen they are not none of the above are on the same level as as michigan usc is a very storied good program it does not fill put butts in seats the same way michigan does right i mean i and at that point, if Michigan decides to leave, how much does the alum uh presidents of these networks, I mean, Fox has the rights to everything, right? They they grant the, the network rights to uh CBS and NBC, but how much do these alum presidents also happen to take a look at the bottom line and say, Well, your conference has materially changed and we're going to get a law firm of our own and we're going to, you know, it's the empire strikes back, right? Like what I've been saying, you know, I have altered the deal. Pray that I don't alter it any further. To me, all of these things, and I don't know legally whether or not that can then happen, right? That, that part. But it, it absolutely makes sense to me that those are potential repercussions that the Big Ten wants to do its thing. Michigan feels like it is almost certainly going to be able to, keep jim harbaugh on the sidelines it's just a matter of of uh not formality they still have to go through the paces you, you have to you have to hope that nothing else i don't know of anything else damaging to, to michigan if any of that if there's anything there but you, you know hopefully it's whether it's real or fabricated or whatever you hope that you keep kind of the status quo as far as public perception uh, in case that does sway a judge, right? Like, you can sit there and say, well, it's not going to sway a judge, but well, everyone's human, right? Like, you would have probably thought that a couple of weeks ago Tony Petiti wouldn't be swayed by a mob, yet here they are. So there's a lot of things at play here, and it's not just Michigan being sad and saying, like, let's take our ball and go home. You're, you know that your conference isn't going to fight for you. As a matter of fact, it's going to fight against you, even though the NCAA is out there saying, we're still investigating. We haven't even issued you a notice of allegations. And what we do know is that there is no connection at this, that they've been able to prove at this point. And that's a different because that, they've actually investigated it compared to the PI stuff. Um, so there is that. So it's going to be interesting what happens from here as far as all of that is concerned. And uh, we are basically playing the waiting game as well. Let's continue on. We're going to do that here in just a moment. Before we do, you got it. on top of everything, you got NFL games tomorrow. So get in on that action. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel. That's America's number one sports book, by the way. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 moneyline bet. You can do that in NFL. You can do that with college, whatever, which whichever is the one that you want to go with. That's $150 if your team wins. Whatever team that is, just pick the winner, the money line bet. And there you go. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time than get in on the action with spreads, overs, unders, player props, a heck of a lot more. Fast, quick, immediate withdrawals, all the great things about FanDuel, all right there, available at your fingertips. So visit FanDuel.com, slash kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, I kind of want to talk here in the end a little bit about the media narrative seemingly kind of shifting back towards Michigan to some degree. Now, not everybody, right? Like, at least ESPN is covering things again. Uh, they dropped their article, actually, I think before The Athletic ended up doing so, about the uh, – was waiting on The Athletic. And uh, John Bacon beat everybody to the punch. And then ESPN actually kind of swooped in with the uh, – I believe it was Adam Rittenberg and Tom Van Herren uh, that that swooped in and uh, reported the same uh, three team collusion. All of that, um, but now there's a there's a thorough breakdown by Rittenberg and Dan Murphy about this whole thing. That's where the Williams and uh, Connolly thing came from. Uh, you've got Dan Wetzel with his newsletter, also appearing on ninety seven one The Ticket this morning, kind of perplexed that hey you might be looking at the letter of the law, right? Like with, with the, the video recordings and everything, but isn't it much more of a breach to have teams being like, Hey, here's the proven signals that we know go have fun, go nuts. Again, if you've watched or listened to this show, I told you, I believe two weeks ago today that that was going on. I named names, names continue to come out. Now uh, I did expect that, um, the athletic article was going to name the actual sign uh, stealers. They did not, but I still gave you the names of the sign stealers from two of those schools, anyway. Um, so there's that. Um, we're just at least, uh, I guess, on the forefront there. But nonetheless, I, I do know that they that the outlets have those names. They just did not print them, but they still printed all of the very uh, all of the very pertinent stuff. But you are seeing a little bit of a narrative shift. Kind of towards Michigan with all of this, much to the chagrin of a lot of the, uh, particularly Buckeye fans, and certainly the Ohio State fans are are rationalizing all of this, right? Or even like when I quoted, uh, you know, quoted uh, Wetzel's article uh, from this morning, which is a must-read, by the way. Uh, you know, a bunch of people saying that this is a terrible article, blah blah blah, and you know, trying to rationalize it. And I look up, look them up, and every one of them is like, "Go Bucks" or whatever. And, you know, they're obviously they're not going to be swayed just the same way you're not going to be swayed. Right. You know, like it's I'm covering Michigan and how everything kind of this is the apex. Right. Michigan is at the center of all of this for better or worse, right or wrong. And it's just it's you're going to see still the detractors out there. You saw uh, more character assassination type uh, material on Connor Stallions hitting the Wall Street Journal yesterday from Laney Higgins, formerly of the Washington Post, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, you know, there is this, I I think that you're kind of beyond the political hit job to some degree, there's still going to be some remnants of it, but for the most part, now you're starting to get reporters, you're starting to see not just the Dan Wetzels of the world, but even the Stuart Mandels who were quick to rush to judgment to sit there and say, hey, now, wait a minute, what's happening here? you know, obviously we read, we talked about his article yesterday and we've seen some of those tweets and everything. You're, you're starting to see a narrative shift to some degree, somewhat towards Michigan and not necessarily towards not, no one's really out there saying like, Hey, everything's all hunky dory. I don't think national media is going to do that, but they're at least saying like, what is materially di- different, right? If we're talking about the methodology of attaining signals and what is legal and what isn't. And Dan Wetzel says, if in-person scouting is the thing in question, and that's why If you're trying to tie Connor Connor Stallions to in person scouting, how is this not any different? Like him hiring people to go and hold a cell phone is not materially different than a team that's already played Michigan saying, here's their signals, go nuts. So it's interesting watching the narrative shift happen somewhat in real time. Um, This is not the strategy that I thought Michigan was going to go with based off of some of the things that I know uh they have in their wheelhouse but honestly i think this is the most impactful uh there are so many other avenues to go down still right like i said you're, they're bearing for war they're ready to go and there are much there are there are a lot of other lines that can be drawn in the sand here and michigan's making that very well known whether it's through the media or directly to the big 10 of you do not want to trifle with us right and that's where they're at so that's what i've got today we'll be back tomorrow which is my birthday yes i will do a birthday episode it sounds like i'm not gonna i'm I'm not gonna have as much rest on my birthday as i would like but such is life anyway thanks for watching thanks for listening we will be back on thursday peace